Blog Talk Radio. Hey, I'm Jared Padalecki. And this is Jensen Ackles. And you're listening to Winchester Radio. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Winchester Radio, along with uh, Jensen and Jared on recording. Um, You have me, Susan, and Becky. The two of us are here tonight to talk about uh, the latest episode uh, called Hell's Angel, uh, number 18 of season 11, uh, last one before a very brief couple of week hiatus. Um, well, I ended kind of on an interesting note, shall we say, for Cassifer. <laughs> um, it was written by Brad Buckner and Eugene Ross Lemming, uh, otherwise known as the bane of my existence. <laughs> Just not fans of their writing, I'm sorry. Uh, and uh, Phil Sagrisha directed. Um, hmm. After two just amazing episodes, in in my opinion, and actually our opinion, because we had a lot of fun talking about them the last couple of weeks, uh, Safe House and Red Meat. This one, I didn't was not up there with that. And actually, I actually mean to say a couple things. Um, before we get into the episode, um, Jen, both Jensen and Jared made comments. I think it was at the last con about um, how Jer- Jared says he has a little tough time with like negative comments he reads sometimes on the internet or on Twitter or whatever. He said he he takes that kind of judgment a little bit hard. And then Jensen said, you know people can say a hundred thousand great things, you know, about your performance or the episode or whatever, but if there's one negative, that's what he zeroes in on. And a lot of them do. And I I get that. I was an art student and I had a drawing teacher once say, "Um, you guys, she said, I can say 10 things about your drawing and nine of them will be be amazing and one will be bad and that's the one you talk about and think about and focus on. And she's like, I said nine wonderful things. So we tend to go that way. So, and I and I bring that up because I was thinking about our podcast and how sometimes, you know, you don't always love everything. And and actually, there are things about this episode this past week that I didn't care for, confused me, I had issues with. But I, but I want to say up front, and I'll just keep saying it in case people tune in a little bit later. No matter what I think overall, I, I we always appreciate the hard work that goes into those episodes from everybody, from the acting to the writing, producing and the food, you know, that, that gets served on the set, um, the lighting, Jerry Wanick and, and his sets, just everything. We really appreciate it and know it's a tough business and trying to keep track of everything, it ain't easy. And I really appreciate it, but I I think you got to be honest. And I think if you talk uh, like if there's a, a critique, I won't say criticism, critique. I think that's different. Um, it's it's not about anybody personally. And I always respect and appreciate the hard work, but I, I got to be honest, you know, um, and and talk about how I feel. But you know, you don't get better. You don't pay attention. You know, like sometimes something's not always great. I and I've said before, and of course you can listen to the podcast. If I said I liked the Spares writing, you'd know I was lying because you could 
hear the other podcast. Um, the last episode they did was pretty good, but this one, mm, there are parts of it I liked. Uh, there were some really, there were some great moments, and then some like, oh, I have so many questions. So anyway, I just wanted to say that up front that no matter what I think, I really do appreciate all the hard work that goes into them, and and I'm sorry, I, you know, you know, Jared and Jensen, what they mention, I'm sure they all think sometimes, but I do appreciate it. But I gotta tell the truth about this episode, <laughs> how I feel. Um, Becky didn't give me details. I but she did tell me that she liked it. So that there we go. Yeah, we'll start with you. <laughs> I really, so. really liked this episode. I oh, I liked good. it a lot. I oh, actually my. liked it better than last week's. I liked it better than Red Meat to me. Really? This episode, yes, this episode had me on the edge of my seat. Last week's episode, I knew Sam and Dean weren't going to die. And if they did, it was not going to be for very long. This episode, I had no idea what was going to happen. And I was literally sitting here with my hands in front of my face, you know, just like, oh, "Oh my God. And I, yeah, this, this episode was more exciting to me, more happened. Mm -hmm. You know, this is one of those episodes we, we talk about it where they throw like everything in the kitchen sink, you know, mm-hmm. into an episode. And this, this is kind of that one, you know, it had so many different, so many characters in it. And, but it gelled together to me, you know, it wasn't mm-hmm. like, you know, Crowley off on his own storyline, you know, Castiel off on his storyline, mm-hmm. you know, it all, it all gelled together. And to me, it was a really good, exciting, thrilling, full of tension episode and I was sitting here. I had no idea what was going to happen, and I loved. I loved the heck out of it. I thought it was great. I think. I think that's like like you and I like represent fandom about this episode because I saw people with your opinion, and I saw people with my opinion. <laughs> so one, which is actually a good thing because if an episode gets lots of opinions going. And and worst thing about an episode any on any show is to say, well, I don't care, you know, I meh, right, right, matters. you know, that's the worst. So hey, if 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 you liked it, and and I, you know, I I can't say that I disliked the entire thing. I did. There were I I wrote everything down. There were definitely parts I thought were were really good and cool. Actually, watching it the second time and making uh, my notes. I liked it better overall, but I still have, like, questions. Maybe I shouldn't say problems. I just have questions. It's like, where did some of this stuff come from? That's what I want to know. Maybe you can tell me, and then I'll change my mind. (laughs) (laughs) But the only only nitpick, critique-y thing I have about the episode is Mm -hmm. how in the very beginning, and, you know, we get to see Crowley with these using his cool powers, you know, he – with, you know, mm-hmm. with a flip of his wrist, he breaks the guy's neck. You know, with just a, a, you know, a little hand movement, he causes all these guys to shoot each other. And, you know, then, you know, the next scene, we see him popping from one side of the street into the other, you know. And mm-hmm. it's like, why why doesn't he do that all the time? You know, we, we see Crowley mm-hmm. with Sam and Dean and other people all the time. And, or he's like in danger, you know, getting his ass beat, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Why doesn't Crowley do these cool things all the time? That 
my mm. own critique I had because it. I hate when you know they show them how, they're able to do one thing, but then in the next episode they don't do anything like that when they should, and mm. that's the only thing that that really bugged me. Yeah. I mean, I actually Crowley was one of my favorite parts of this episode. I thought he was just great. I thought Mark Shepard oh, he, he was, was great. fantastic in this. He yes, went from very scary, scary and intimidating to hilarious. When he's going, oh, I don't know, wait a minute, let me think, you know, later in the episode. <laughs> he made me laugh so hard. And and he just thinks, you know, Sam and Dean are moose and squirrel, you know, goofiest, goofiest guys ever. <laughs> you know, they just, they're like, they're, they just drive him crazy, which I love. <laughs> but yeah, he was, he was one of my very favorite parts of this episode. He was terrific. Like I said he went from scary to, to hilarious. I loved the opening scene with him in the desert, like you were mentioning in the tent and that, Another thing, the visual effects for that with the desert and the tent and the sky, it was beautiful. I thought that was a great mm-hmm. job. And then, um, and I forgot to, and then to look, and I, I forgot the actor um, who played, and maybe he's not even, oh, it did Graham? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I was, uh, the, the, the dealer, the archaeologist, whoever he was that he came and he got the horn of Joshua from, that actor was so familiar to me and it's driving me crazy that I can't figure out where I saw him. So, I don't know. I have this like weird feeling he was in like Pirates of the Caribbean or something. It, that's just what he reminded me, <laughs> reminded me of. But. Anyway. He reminded me of hmm. Kevin of Kevin McNally. He reminded me of Kevin McNally yeah. who played Frank on Supernatural was, a couple of years ago. Who, who was um remember Frank mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. on Supernatural? Yeah, he reminded he me did. of him. He did. And and he was in Pirates of the Caribbean. So that maybe that mm-hmm. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So that could be. <laughs> anyway. Um yeah, I love that whole scene, you know, with him and then um um having the horn. I I wonder how many hands of God are still out there. And I had a I had a thought watching this episode about all the all the different hands of God we've seen so far. Um, hmm. My I, thought about yeah, it's actually a spoiler. That's exactly what I wanted to, com- I wanted to comment on. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> yeah, should we wait until later? I, I personally. I personally don't think it's a spoiler because uh-huh. I think that was, you know, it was confirmed at the end of season five swan song. Uh, uh-huh. In my opinion, it was confirmed. The actor has said many times at conventions, you know, right. that it was confirmed. Um, the crew has said it. So I don't think it's a spoiler. Mm-hmm. So I think we can go ahead and say it. Okay. Well, I think that now, now they're, they're all one use, right? Well, right. If God, if God happens to stop by, pop up, etc., because they're talking an awful lot about him, and that could happen, um, probably will. Can he power those up again? If he's okay, not willing a, to stay that, okay. around and actually, that's do it. actually not my question. And so we were close, oh. but not. <laughs> mine is character specific. Um, okay. Okay. So, you know, some people don't agree with me, but I I don't think there's any way you can say he's not. God is Chuck. Mm-hmm. 
Chuck is gone. Mm-hmm. Swan song. Right. You know, he, he, you know, here's Chuck, who's always dressed as a slob, and suddenly at the end of Swan Song, he's dressed in a perfect white button-down shirt, and, you know, the way he's talking mm-hmm. and everything, and then he just disappears. That, to me, was confirmation that Chuck is God. I, and I agree. Fan fiction, he showed up at the end out of nowhere. Chuck mm-hmm. is God. Mm-hmm. Rob Benedict has said many times at conventions, Chuck is God. Kripke, mm-hmm. crew, other crew members, mm-hmm. everybody said Chuck is God. So if you go with that, Chuck is God. If, can, can, if any of Chuck's things are still around, I know his house was blown up once, ah, you know, by angels and that's stuff. True. Would Chuck, yeah. Would Chuck's Chuck's computer, Chuck's robe, you know, Chuck's books, right. Chuck's posters, would all of those be hands of God? Oh, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Wouldn't you love, like, Chuck's old bathrobe to be what beats him? Oh, I would love that. would be that. the craziest thing yes. ever. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> yeah. I, that's, that would be so funny. Um, yeah, yeah, that. And if that wouldn't work, it's also possible that Chuck, God, Chuck could power up one of those artifacts mm-hmm. again. If he's, cause he, if he's not inclined to hang around, he could say, well, you know, I'm still on my journey, but, but for you, you know, for Dean and Sam here, you know, let me, let me do this. Right. Right. Or, or, or do it and not tell them that maybe they'll find out later or something. I, I don't know, but I think that's a possibility. And I, I love the idea of something that belonged to Chuck already that could be around somewhere um, having the power of God. So, yeah. Yeah, those, I, yeah, definitely. That's great. I, I just <laughs> had that thought today when I was re-watching. I, I, love, I would love that. I know, that would be great. That would be wonderful. <laughs> and it would be so funny. You know, it's like, oh, you know, here Crowley and everybody, you know, they're burning all their favors and calling in everything to get all these um, um, artifacts. And all they had to do was, like, you know, open up a box of stuff that Chuck left behind in storage. Right, right. <laughs> I, I, You could also use Chuck's set of the Winchester Gospel. Those are uh-huh. his books. I think it would have to yep. be his set. Like you couldn't just go buy them. Right, it has on to be eBay or something. It has touched. to be Chuck's right, set. Right, right. Yeah, that would be pretty cool too. Huh. Anyway. Um, Dog Paw DK on Twitter. She, the actor you were talking about that looks familiar to you. Um, mm-hmm. She's saying, didn't that? Didn't that actor play Alice there for about five seconds and death takes a holiday when the guys are at the cemetery? That's her guess. Oh, okay. <laughs> Say that. So, um, so you can look that up on IMDb and find out. Well, this is true. I can. Um, okay. Well, speaking of spoilers... <laughs> We had we had two big character reappearances in this episode. One of them was a really big shock because supposedly she was actually really dead and Rowena returned. 
And I somehow missed watching the credits of this episode, and I had no clue until she showed up on the screen. And I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> she's alive. And I'm very glad because I, I, Ruthie Connell is wonderful. You know, and I missed her, and I was sorry to see the actress go, and I was sorry to see the character go. Um, it's one of those things that I have issue with is how she returned. I think it's a little convenient. Um, I, I couldn't quite hear what she said. She said something like some kind of magic, like a magic something in her, and that when it senses her life force ebbing, um, her essence, um, it would heal her and bring her back. I'm like, we've never, ever heard of anything like that. And I know supernatural people come and go and live and die and, and whatever, so I suppose it's possible. But it's just like, I don't know, it came out of nowhere and it was kind of convenient. And um, and then when she's um, coming back to life, how would she know she would be coming back to life alone where nobody would see her? What if, uh, if she'd just been left where she dropped and Crowley saw her come back to life? You know, he'd probably kill her again, you know, or Lucifer, the same thing. So some of those I'm like, hmm, you know, need to think that out a little bit better. And also, how could she find Amara when nobody else could? You know, <laughs> I think it was her book of the damned. You know, she that book has you know a lot of big, deep, dark spells in it, and I think mm-hmm. it was probably something in there that um, brought her to Amara. I do have to say, um, one, I was unfortunately I was spoiled for Rowena's return uh, the night before. I got told about it, which oh, mm-hmm. don't mean sure. I, I really would. Yeah, I really would not have liked to have known that. I would like to have been surprised with everybody else. Yeah. Um, it was really cool having it surprises. You know, she was in the credits. I kind of wish they hadn't put them in the credits, <laughs> you know, but I somehow I missed gotten, them, so it was awesome that came out of nowhere. I have gotten to where I, I my body has learned not to look at those credits. It just it completely ignores them, so it's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't know that uh, Mark Pellegrino was going to be in it. You know, when he showed up, I was oh. like, ooh, oh. <laughs> the gang's all here. You know, everybody's in this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and, and it but, was great to yeah. see him. I, I thought he was kind of wasted because, you know, he made a snide comment and then he got in a fight and that was the last we see of him. I'm like, ah. Yeah, I, was real, I was really surprised that he came for such a small part. Um, I, mm-hmm. I like it. I love when they're able to surprise you, you know, even mm-hmm. with just little parts. I, I love that they're able to do that. Um, but I, li- I love, love, love the idea of Rowena and Amara teaming up together. I think mm-hmm. they're, they're both two badass women, and they would make mm-hmm. an excellent team. But I, I, I hate how they ended up with Rowena, you know, getting scared and running back to Sam and Dean, you know, I, mm. I wish she'd, have, instead of getting scared of Amara, they'd have let her, you know, still be like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's my girl, you know, and stick with her. Right. I wish they'd have done that. I think it was, I think they'd make an excellent team. Right. I think, I think when she decided to team up with her, 
I think it was a surprise to her, to um, Rowena to see that Amara was even more powerful than she could imagine. And, yeah. you know, <laughs> Rowena her, could, yeah. could imagine quite a bit. Of, I think I think it actually did scare And I think you're supposed to be impressed that that's how, not you, the general view, viewing right, audience, right. Um, <laughs> um, that this is how powerful Amara is. If even somebody like Rowena, you know, who, who is, who um, was flirting with Lucifer, you know, <laughs> you know mm-hmm. and not afraid at all, is afraid of Amara. So I think that's a little bit um, part of it. I thought it was interesting that Rowena, maybe she was, uh, uh, you mentioned I had forgotten about the Book of the Dam. Maybe she was using the Book of the Dam to heal Amara, which I thought, wow, that, Rowena's yeah. powerful enough to heal a god's sister? That's impressive. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I, that you know, because you know that she she used the spell to you know bring Lucifer to Sam and Dean, and I think all these spells she's using, these big spells, you know, are all mm-hmm. coming out of that book. Must be. Hmm. And um. it, I, I, it was so great to see Rowena again because when. She had, again, the fantastic makeup, the gold sparkly eyeshadow. I yeah. love oh, that so much. I did, too. So I, wrote, I wrote it down. <laughs> I said, I love that eyeshadow. <laughs> they just, oh, it was gorgeous, and her dresses were so beautiful. Yeah, I, I, I missed that. <laughs> I missed Me her too. eyeshadow. <laughs> so gorgeous. Um, Cassifer. Misha, I thought he was really good in this episode. Really good. Me too. Me I, too. I actually, that he was, was another thing. He hmm. was creepy. Okay. He was super, super creepy, and I, I he he's just, I, you know, I I know there are some people, you know, that are on the fence. You know, some people don't like his cast of her performance. Other people do. I'm one mm-hmm. that think he's doing a great job. I love it. And he's really, really creepy. <laughs> I think he's done a great job. <laughs> I Well, I didn't start out, I thought it was the first time, first episode where he was um, Cassifer. I I was not a fan. I thought this is too much. It's, it's too over the top. He hasn't clicked into it yet. And he's, But he's actually gotten better and better with every episode. And I, I didn't really enjoy his performance as Cassifer in this episode. The character itself, I um, um, was some things I just I don't understand the decisions. Like, how did Lucifer even get into heaven? <laughs> you know, I mean, he just pops up and he's and he's he goes after well, he's Jophiel, who's um, Jophiel, who's like doing bed check or whatever it was. And by the way, I don't, I'm not big on that version of heaven, all the little rooms that I know we've mm-hmm. seen it before and I know Bobby's in there, but I, I, I miss the, I miss the heaven where it was your, your piece of heaven, you know, like where, what did you love best, you know, like a concert or a home or a particular place. And I really well, miss all that, that I think, heaven. I thought it was I much think... more personal. I think it's still the same. It's just all of that is behind that door. Uh, well, you know, um, it seemed like a small uh, space. Uh, his body was just—I don't—I don't know. It's, I don't. 
you know, it's it's heaven. It's heaven, you know, so it's different than here. And so I think, you know, each one, you know, even though it just looks like this small area, but you go through that door and boom. Remember Castiel's favorite um, place, um, you know, was this, um, I think he was autistic maybe, um, Mm -hmm. Tuesday afternoon. And, you know, so that that guy said he would have been behind that door. That would all be Mm -hmm. back there. I think that's. Mm-hmm. You know, from from one perspective, you know, it looks like it's one, it's small. But when you open the door, boom! You know, you're in the Ramones concert. You know, or um, mm-hmm. the you know, you know, ass is heaven there at the bar. You know, it, it's right. It's all. I think it's all there. Well, it's so. So it's like the TARDIS, basically, when you open the door. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so what do we thought before though? instead of seeing basically the man behind the curtain, the the hallways and the white doors and all that, it would just move from heaven to heaven. So we just didn't see that it's actually a hallway and doors. Heaven just has whatever size or whatever. It's interesting. Bobby's heaven is just like a living room. <laughs> it's like a sitting room, you know, yeah. with, with and comfy it, chairs it, and it, all it, that. But it, it is his. It was his living room. And <laughs> right. I think, you yeah. know, because – I think it there I think it's probably actually Bobby's whole house. Um, you know, because mm-hmm. they showed the doors closed, you know, that go to his kitchen. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, they just didn't have time to of course build the whole set that used to be there, you know. I think Bobby's in his mm-hmm. house basically. Right. But okay. So that makes that makes sense. Also though I'm not also not big and we've talked about this before, this whole crew of angels I don't know. They're kind of wussy and they're kind of boring. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I miss I miss the days of of um, you know Uriel and Zachariah and all that. And I all I can think of it's it's like that because there's been so many wars in heaven that all the big time soldiers they've been killed off, you know, and then Cass himself mm-hmm. killed off a bunch. So what do you have left? You know, you, they just keep moving them forward, and they're the ones. They're like the accountants and the inventory people, and they're they're not meant to be the um, powerful and scary and intimidating angels. We're kind of stuck with minions. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I miss I, those days. I, I mean, it's mi- kind of a reason. That I, I miss do it. too. I yeah. do too. Mm. And how? I mean, we kept going, but. Didn't you find it odd that Lucifer could get into heaven? And if he could get I into heaven, not. how come he didn't go before? Really? I, did you think it was I because he's possessing Castiel? Did you think that so? might be it? Um, but I was just thinking he's an angel himself, and mm. so of course he would be able to. He, you know, he can get into heaven. He's but an he's angel. a fallen angel. But he's a fallen angel, and he's like right, wantedless. <laughs> but as we know, Metatron, you know, closed heaven down, and you know, then it got reopened. So, you know, when it got reopened, you know, mm-hmm. it was reopened for for everybody, maybe, you know. And of course, Lucifer, if there is a back way in, Lucifer is going to know it. You know, Lucifer is going to know how to get in without being caught. Mm. Then you know, it, it makes me. Well, that's true. He was in the cage, but 
and he's been, but he's been out for a while, you know, and I wonder why he waited this long to go back. And I guess he was recruiting on this trip. Yeah, Didn't you he, say was, he was recruiting so. to yeah, trying to find because he was sure. talking to all the other angels. I love the angels, the two or three that they were terrified, but they were still like kind of standing up to him. You know, it's like they say mm-hmm. you're evil incarnate. Yeah. I loved the angel. I loved, 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 loved when Cassifer went and sat on the angel's lap. Yeah, right in his <laughs> face. I was like. Oh, what a great intimidating move and kind of a little bit yeah. crazy, you know. That was perfect. I, uh-huh. I did really like that moment. I wonder if it was. I like that too. I wonder if it was in the script or if I wonder if it was like a Misha choice, you know, or directing choice right. that day. I did too, yeah. I would like to know that because it was fun, really fun. Um, what else? Oh, I know one. Um, I saw a lot of people talking about they thought that Sam had an out of character line, um, calling Castiel it. Uh, right. I listened specifically yeah. for that today on the rewatch. Mm-hmm. He does not Me call too. Castiel it. He he does not. No. He doesn't call Castiel it. He's talking about the vessel. He's specifically right. talking about the vessel because he says, you know, Cat Lucifer needs a strong vessel, and he's and he says. And Cassie's vessel is strong. It's you know it's strong. Mm-hmm. It's held Castiel for a long time. That's what he's calling it. It is the vessel, yes, and mm-hmm. not Castiel. I agree. I went back like you, just like you. I heard there was a kerfuffle about it. I specifically listened closely, uh, watching it again, and I I totally agree. He's not calling Cass, and I understand like Dean. A lot going on. Dean's probably upset, and he's not, you know, you, when you're upset, you don't hear quite. So I can see Dean taking issue with it. But I, listening objectively, like like we are, Sam is totally talking about the vessel and not Cass, you know, not their, not their, not their friend. Right, right. Um, he, and he's, he's I, not even talking about Jimmy. He's not even talking about Jimmy. Because mm-hmm. I think, you know, he's he's talking about the actual body, you know, that mm-hmm. the soul The me too, like when inhabiting. you say a me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you, right, when exactly. When it takes someone, we don't call it, you know, the person's name anymore or whatever. It's the me too. It's the same thing. Exactly. Very, very similar yep. feeling. Um, I thought that was an interesting conversation they were having about um, how – uh, uh, Sam is saying, well, Castiel chose this. Maybe that's by, you know, he's not, um, um, we should honor that choice. And, and, and Crowley's saying, you know, what's a heart choice versus the right choice and blah, blah, blah. And Crowley's so angry. And I'm thinking, really, Sam and Dean? <laughs> you know, <laughs> hello, pot, you're black. <laughs> you know, they make that decision yeah. all the time, <laughs> you know. <laughs> So I thought it was kind of funny that they were they were discussing um, that, well, as long as this is the choice the cast made, of course, we must honor it, you know. So, no. <laughs> they never do. Um, I, one, another thing, um, I, I don't understand why when um, Crowley inhabits 
Castiel's meat suit, you know, the the vessel, mm-hmm. um, you know, which mm-hmm. already which has Castiel in it, and it has, you know, Lucifer in it, and then Crowley joins it. The vessel just goes to sleep. <laughs> you know, uh, is yeah. it, I'm guessing it's because it's because it's just too much for the vessel to handle. You know, so mm-hmm. it shuts down. You know, with having three souls in there at a time. Um, but what a, you know, three three. If well, that not would be a lot. Three three beings. <laughs> yeah, but you know, yeah, I just lot. thought it was weird that he just he just lays his head over and goes to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so did Crowley. Crowley just put his head back and and, yeah, and yeah. stayed put. You but know, that was because was... there was nobody in that one. That was because of that. There's nobody there. I guess Crowley uh, meets it would be dead, long dead, yeah, I'm sure, yeah. after all it's been through. But, yeah, yeah, that was it. But, and that, that was another question of mine. A demon can possess an angel? And the yeah. archangel? I'm like, really? Well, he I don't, he possessed oh. he possessed the vessel. He didn't possess. He, it's not Castiel's true form, you know. That he just possessed that vessel, which was human. Demons hmm. don't need permission, of course. So. Hmm. <laughs> but. <laughs> And, <laughs> and you know, <laughs> but there's not it, just it is, one. It, there's two angels in it, there, and I know one is Castiel, and he's busy watching TV, which is another thing that bugs me. <laughs> oh my God, um. Castiel's Castiel's storyline this this year has been all about television. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, he's, make me so, he's kind he's, of in his happy place, you know. I'm like I'm watching yeah. TV in the bunker kitchen, so you know. I, I felt sorry for him though because it didn't sound like you know that old TV and stuff he was watching. I don't think it got Netflix, and we know no. he likes Netflix. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't even figure out what he was watching. It was kind of crazy. It sounded old, whatever it was. Yeah. 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 Um. But yeah, it's still still like, and I know Cass is. Well, he said Lucifer pretty much leaves him alone, which, but I don't know. That was another thing that bothered me. I say, if Lucifer leaves you alone, Cass, and then Kali says it too. He says, you really must have his hooks in you because I would, you would think Cass would fight Lucifer. Like, like I believe Sam fought Lucifer like the entire time. And Cass just kind of well, giving up and watching TV. I thought that was odd because just, a couple of episodes ago, he was fighting Lucifer to help save Sam and Dean. So I thought that was a really strange thing well, that was going know, on there. Unlike Sam, you know, who, um, who did, you know, who was he wanted? He only possessed Lucifer just so he could take over and then fall into hell with him. Um, Castiel, you know, he um, had Lucifer to possess him because, you know, he wants to, you know, kill Amara or lock her up or whatever the heck they're going to do with her. But the thing is, okay, so what I didn't get is why is he just watching TV? Why isn't he, you know, trying to plan with Lucifer and make plans for things to do to, you know, 
why is he just sitting back and watching TV and letting Lucifer do whatever Lucifer wants to do? Mm-hmm. To me, it to me it seems like he would be working with Lucifer instead of just doing nothing. Hmm. Who knows? We I don't know. This season has been really really good. You know, the last few seasons I kind of, you know, and again I don't mm-hmm. mean in a bad way, but I mm-hmm. didn't really expect any surprises or big things. You know, it's like you know. This is what, you know, didn't mm-hmm. expect anything. This one, I have faith in how, how this season, this season is kicking ass. And I, mm-hmm. it's surprising, there's twists and turns and surprises everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I, I have a lot, I have a, a total faith that, you know, this is going to end up in a, you know, in a very twisty, turny, interesting, mm-hmm. you know, ending and whatever Castiel and Lucifer and everybody's doing, I think it's going to be interesting and I'm, mm-hmm. cannot wait for it. I know. I, I, I agree. Overall, the season has been terrific. Like you said, just so good, such quality and lots of surprises and interesting things happening and suspenseful and it's just been great having Sam and Dean basically on the same team. And and being yeah, there being for each Sam other, and they don't always agree. Yeah. Yes, being Sam and Dean, being the brothers again, not always agreeing, but that's okay. They never have. Not even the first episode of the first season were they agreeing right. on everything. Right. So that's okay. I just I just loved it. It's funny. We've been talking about this episode for almost forty minutes, and we barely mentioned Sam and Dean. I think, and I actually put in my notes that Sam and Dean are in a little bit of a back seat in this episode. They have more mm-hmm. to do, like, towards the end, um, which, I mean, I, they've been through a lot <laughs> the last couple episodes, but but I I, I miss them, you know. And, well, see, and, normally, normally I would be with you. Episodes that are Sam and Dean Light, I'm like, oh, I, you know, I'd be fast-forwarding mm-hmm. through even just their parts, you know. But this episode, no, I was into the whole thing. And, yeah, it was light on <laughs> Sam and Dean, but... I was loving mm-hmm. all the other stories too, so I, I, mm-hmm. I was good. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's the first time I watched it, I was like, I thought I God, I was bored. <laughs> it, to me, it was like, it's like, is anything going to happen? And and all this, I don't know. It was like I said, it was a little bit better the the second time through, but I still had so many questions and some issues. Um. I did so when watching it the first time, when they find when Sam finally showed up, I was like, oh, finally, you know, we've seen, yeah. you know, we, <laughs> like we've seen Dean, you yeah. know, we've seen it's about time Sam showed up, you know. So yeah, I, I like one of the little funny moments. I actually a couple of funny moments. I I enjoyed when they they get the phone call from Crowley and he wants to meet and. So they go off to meet him, and they're walking through the. It was I think he said it was an abandoned post office, and they're walking through, and Dean just kind of parts the cobwebs and walks through, and then Sam goes through and gets all tangled up in the cobwebs. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I was like, oh, and poor I Sam did, being so tall. <laughs> I loved hmm. the. Uh, oh, real quick, that reminded me. Uh, I think it was on one of the 
the very first Australia convention that Jared and Jensen went to, maybe the only – no, I think we've been to two. Um, anyways, Jared did mention that he's always the one, because he's the tallest, that gets that walks into cobwebs, that people will see him rubbing around his face and everything, and people are, like, thinking he's going crazy or having a seizure yeah. or something because he's wiping all the cobwebs off. Um <laughs> Oh, now I forgot what I was going to say. (laughs) But it is funny. Oh, I remember. The the very first scene we see Dean on when he gets the call from Crowley, and at the end of it, he yells, Sam! (laughs) I I, I love that. (laughs) It it made me laugh because it's so typical of, like, families, like, like brothers and brothers and sisters or, or whatever. It's like... You know, you get a phone call, and it's for, like, your brother. And instead of, like, walking to where they are and saying, hey, the phone's for you, you stand right where you are and scream at the top of your lungs. You know, it's such a a typical family thing to do. I I loved it. Um, And in that scene also, Dean mentions to to Crowley about the Crypt Keeper, which I know he's talking about the, the movies that just, went out of my head, but there's a Crypt Keeper that tells the stories of that. HBO. Yeah. Uh, Tales from the Crypt. That's it, Tales from the Crypt. And I'm sure that's what he's talking about, but we also used to call Eric Kripke the Crypt Keeper, which I don't know Mm -hmm. if it was meant to be or not, but it made me think of him. And, um, And I like how Sam and Dean were so amused at Crowley like lifting off all the stuff that Lucifer made him do, you know, like wash the floor with his tongue and everything else. And they had no sympathy whatsoever, which I thought was funny. <laughs> and then he tells them about the, about the shofar, about the horn of Joshua. And they, and he's, and he's very insulted that they don't get excited about it. And they just look at him and they both say at the same time, if. Right. Because <laughs> they know him well, that he will have a praise. And, of course, you know, everybody loves when they talk at the same time. So that was fun. I mean, I'm glad Sam and Eden didn't act out of character and just go, okay, great, Crowley has something we need. Let's go for it. <laughs> you know, at least they were suspicious. <laughs> right. Hmm. I'm just looking at my notes. Um, okay. Because uh, not episode related, but uh, I don't know if we want to talk about this now or not, but the mm-hmm. online news about a new girl female character coming to the show. Right. Because mm-hmm. she's supposed to be in an episode or two of this season and in several mm-hmm. next seasons. And so mm. I'm wondering, who in the heck is she then? You know, I'm very, very, I, mm-hmm. I, when that news came out, I had to double check and make sure that it wasn't a fake news thing. You know, I'm check, nope, this is the online, you know. And then Holly Hollis tweeted about it. So I'm like, yeah, it's true. And so I, because I, I had not heard anything, you know, about a new female character coming onto it, the show. So it did seem to come out of nowhere. Yeah, I was like, yeah. where did that come from? And 
I saw somewhere I can't even I can't even say where it was very brief thing that they they were hypothesizing that she was a new vessel for either Cass or Lucifer. There's no way they will they would recast Cass unless yeah unless they unless they're going to turn Misha into Lucifer you know he's going to be Lucifer all the time because they're not going to get rid of Misha so the only way I see that happening is if Misha is going to be Lucifer all the time and hmm. she's going to be the new Castiel but I really don't see that happening I read somewhere she's going to be a a a, man, a woman of letters. Hmm. So that was a theory. And I was like, that makes sense. But her name is going to be Lady Tony Bevel or Bevel. I don't know how they'll pronounce it. Right. According to the E! Online article, first appearing in an episode later this season, will return for an unspecified hmm. number of episodes in season 12. A mysterious visitor from across the pond, Lady Tony Bevel or Bevel, will actually have a lot in common with Sam and Dean. So to me, that sounds like Hunter or Woman of Letters. Right. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I don't see, I don't see her being cast or taking Misha's part. The only way no, Misha no... would leave Supernatural is if Misha decided and made that decision yeah. himself. You know. Yeah. It's um, it, it's not going to happen. Yeah. But I mean, I've what I would love, what I would love, and I know this is not going to be it, but what I would love is if she's a new vessel for Bella, you know, because we know Bella, you know, got taken to hell, you know, at the end of season right. three, you have, you know, so oh, I would mm-hmm. love that. And the and actress is maybe really they good. write I, her I better it. this time. <laughs> maybe yeah, they write yeah, Bella cause... better this time. <laughs> Oh my God, um, I hated this, her character. <laughs> this actress is really good, uh, Elizabeth Blackmore. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched I watched Vampire Diaries, and she she's really really good on it. I do like her character on there. Mm-hmm. So okay. I'm curious to see what she'll be like. But yeah, I was like, whoa! What I don't I I'm, I don't know what this is. <laughs> yeah, came, like I said, it came out of nowhere. I'm like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. And yeah. sounds to me like she's going to possibly figure into the season finale. If she's a woman of letters from perhaps a British chapter, maybe she has a hand of God over there that they use or something. Yeah, could be. Could she be. might be. Yeah, she's got a blend of letters bunker over there. Maybe, um, you know, they could consult with her on research and that kind of thing. Who knows? <laughs> it's interesting. That would be interesting, though. Yeah. Yeah. I guess she could be a hunter, but I don't know. I think Woman of Letters sounds like more of a possibility. But, yeah, you know, we'll find out. Um, but, let's see. Oh, I, I have a question. Has Rowena always been able to see, like she was watching Sam and Dean Crowley meet? I see the word see in quotation marks. Has she ever well, been able to, like, remote view like that before? Okay. Yeah, she's done it before. I couldn't before. remember. 
I I love how her eyes look when she does that. You know, we, we've seen her do it at least once mm-hmm. before. Um, okay. Last season. Couldn't recall. Yeah, that's interesting. It's kind of like, why doesn't she do it all the time? <laughs> and and I also wonder why why didn't why couldn't Amara do that? And if she's God's sister, and God is omniscient and omnipresent and everything else on the why can't she just know what's going on? Does she have not the same abilities as her brother? I know she I, I was had, she that. slowly grew and she came and she came and she had to heal, but she's super powerful, but so far her powers are mostly as she's well, <laughs> we say destruction, she says renovation, you know. <laughs> um <laughs> which I thought was really funny this episode but what if she doesn't why does she need Rowena to see what they're up to she's God's sister why can't she you know yeah I I thought that was interesting too that Rowena has a power that the you know God's sister wouldn't have Mm. Um, speaking of her powers I thought when she she calls out, hear me, and flings all her power, and it goes all the way up into and through heaven like a big dark storm. And I loved that um, Cassifer was so smug and thought, great, you know, beat her before, I'll just do it again. And he puts out his hand like he Mm -hmm. can stop that, and it doesn't. It knocks him down like it does every other angel. And um, I thought that was cool. And then... Sam and Dean go out in Crowley and they see the storm overhead and are wondering what's going on. And you see Dean's expression change like he does when it's like Amara. You can see that her influence is still out there, like he can still sense her. Mm-hmm. I thought that was that was a nice moment. And that's when he says, I'm, you know, I, I believe that's Amara. And yeah. also, mm-hmm. also in that scene, there's a building big office building and it has the letters AKF on it for always keep fighting a little fun thing the visual effects crew did yeah I didn't catch yeah I didn't catch that the first time until I saw people talking about it afterwards and right. then I, when I rewatched today mm-hmm. I saw it yeah, that was neat. I thought Misha was very pretty in this episode. <laughs> Don't usually think about that in his episodes. I mean, he always looks a, a little bit like a rumply cast, you know, a little scruffy, but his hair was seemed to be extra dark and very His eyes seem darker blue. Yeah, very yes. darker today. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, I thought his eyes. I was like, I was like, his eyes are normally a lot lighter, aren't they? Mm, yeah, they were super dark. In that. Oh, and I did. Um, I did go over and confirm on IMDb the guy, um, at the beginning with Crowley in the tent, uh, in the desert, is the same mm-hmm. guy from Death Takes a Holiday. His name is Andrew so, Wheeler. It's the same guy. Same actor. So that's where you know I'm from. Okay. <laughs> Finally. Um, oh, <laughs> I did think the message from Rowena was very funny when she, like, 
burns her message over to where Sam and Dean are because now she's scared of Amara and she says, back from the dead, Fergus. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that yeah. too. <laughs> That's how you know it's her. She adds the Fergus in there. Yep, yep, yep. And then um, when Crowley was getting beat up by Lucifer in, in Cass, that sounds so crazy to say, um, and then he, he writes a message on his forehead saying, help me. <laughs> it's like, interestingly, they're communicating these days. Um, one of my favorite parts of this episode was the Latin. When, they're, when Dean's saying the Latin spell and then Sam mm-hmm. does the exorcism in Latin, oh, it was so hot. <laughs> you know, it was. I mean, the way he was saying it, he was saying it so so fast, and he was a little bit desperate to get through it, and it was so strong. I thought it was just a fantastic scene. Um, and he's and he's just desperate, and he's saying it as fast as he can, but it's got to be right. You know, I thought that was a great scene because he's trying to get Crowley out of cab before the warding drops. Um. I um, I, I here's one of one part that had me nervous was I was so scared that Castiel was going to find out that Rowena was there, you know, he was going to mm-hmm. see her, you know, going to find her hiding, and oh, that kept me nervous because I was like, no, don't, don't find her. I don't want him to kill her again. <laughs> I know that would have been such a waste, you know, have her come back and just get killed immediately again. Um. Oh, and uh, definitely one scene that I thought was really creepy when they when they do the spell and call um, uh, Cassifer there, and he's making, and Dean comes up and he's calling, you know, Cass, you know, to show yourself, and he he flips to Cass briefly, you know, Misha flips to Cass briefly, but then it doesn't hold for long at all and Lucifer comes back and you see the look on Dean's face and in Dean's eyes when uh, Cassifer is back and he makes fun of Dean like caring about Cass you know and it mm-hmm. just it creeped me out he looks so sinister and he imitates him you know and what he says I'm like mm, that was really creepy that was really well done yeah And it must be hard for Dean because this cast is usually their friend, you know. You look at your friends, you know, their face, their eyes, you see, you know, you're not afraid. You see their friendship, you know, or, or whatever, and now, you know, when he looks, it isn't it isn't his friend anymore. So that that's, I felt bad for him, you know. Oh, well, you know, he went through that with Sam, too. How many times has Sam been somebody else? So. <laughs> well... Well, true, but to me, it's like Sam. Sam's, you know, to state the obvious, Sam's his brother. It's so much worse when it's Sam. I mean, he doesn't. I feel bad for Dean. That's his friend. That's someone who's been on their side and their family. But again, I said it before. I don't. I just don't see it as the same level at at all with Dean as it is with him and Sam. Right. Not even close. So. I mean, I feel bad for him because, you know, they have been through a lot with Cass 
and he's been there for them and helped them and they've helped him and it is hard. And of course, it's, and he's not just like possessed by just anyone, you know, he's by Lucifer, not good at all. And, but he does not have the same reaction to Cass being possessed by Lucifer that he does Sam being possessed by Lucifer. So it's very different to me. And Right. You know, it's just my two cents. <laughs> but anyway. At the end, uh, when yeah, when um, Amara was you know torturing Lucifer there or whatever she was Mm -hmm. doing with Mm -hmm. the bright light, I I mean, even though I just said a few minutes ago that it's not going to happen that they're not going to get rid of Misha, I was still Mm -hmm. wondering, oh my God, is she going to kill him? (laughs) Because you know, I guess this season it would not surprise me because. They're well, just going yeah. all out this season, and you know they're. It, it, it wouldn't have surprised me at all, even though, like I just said, I they're not going to get rid of him. But it wouldn't have surprised mm-hmm. me if they did, because I was like, "What's that?" You know, I was like, "I think she might kill him." Yeah, yeah, she's she's pretty unhappy with him, <laughs> to say the least. And she says, I trusted you once. You know, she trusted him and she trusted her brother and look where it got her. So she'll never trust him again. And I can see why she's pretty angry and feeling vengeful. I I understand. And you're right. She might have, she's petty enough to kill him. You know, I I don't think she's, like you said, I don't think she's going to because Misha, but um, she's petty enough to let vengeance and uh, and revenge take over and instead of him being useful to her or using him or whatever she'd be like you know what it pissed me off so so long <laughs> I can totally see her doing something like that yeah yeah mm-hmm. um, one thing I, I, I want to ask Dean, Dean and Sam were talking about the hand of God later and they're saying how it didn't when uh, Cassifer tries to use it against Amara and it's got all that power in it, and he powers up just like we've seen before, but it fails. And they were talking about why. And Dean says maybe because if it's supposed to be God's chosen that uses it, well, of course, you know, fallen angels wouldn't be one of God's chosen, and that's why it didn't didn't work for Lucifer using um, the horn of Joshua. And wouldn't they have thought it out before believing Lucifer would have a chance to beat her, unless they were thinking it was Lucifer by himself, but they were always thinking that a hand of God would help. And is who, and I who think is they the were chosen? If before, there is just a chosen, I think they were thinking God's chosen would be his archangels, is what they were thinking. Lucifer is an archangel, therefore he would be one. But mm-hmm. I think you know. They, I think they were kind of hoping, you know, hopefully they're not stupid enough to think, you know, not for it not to realize, you know, uh, God did, you know, kind of lock him up away, you know, far, far away. Um, you know, mm-hmm. hopefully they're not stupid enough to have forgotten that. But. 
uh, because Lucifer most certainly is not one of God's chosen. <laughs> He's a fallen archangel, and and I don't but, know. I, I just so, feel like they should have thought of that. <laughs> but then Amara does say at the end that she, he was God's favorite, and that maybe God will show his face if she hurts him. Well. So I really I, I don't well Lucifer I don't think was God's favorite he was a favored one I'll say but he was not God's favorite did they call him the first son also in here and uh, and that was another yep, issue yep. Michael Michael's the first son so I think that's just a mistake and and I'll say I'll give him a favored one but I certainly won't give him as God's favorite maybe they maybe Lucifer liked to think he was God's favorite that that I'll believe because he's got that kind of uh, ego but we'll see Supernatural's Bible I think is different than the real world's Bible because they <laughs> well, have yes, turned things they have changed a lot of things <laughs> but 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 in the supernatural Bible didn't they say that Michael is the first son and Lucifer is not and they say that in this episode that Lucifer's the first son and he isn't and, and according to the supernatural Bible as well as the as the I real world title. I don't remember I know that I know that they were say, they've always said Michael is the strongest you know and everything right. but I don't remember I I would mm-hmm. have to go back and watch scenes between with Lucifer and Michael talking cuz they do tend to mm-hmm. call each other big brother little brother I know right. for instance I remember Lucifer calling Gabriel little brother but you right. know when he in the scene where he killed kills him um mhm hmm. but I don't. I, I'd have to go back and listen to the conversations again. Right. And if if Amara's saying that if she tortures Lucifer enough, God will show up. Is it just her doing it because Lucifer's been basically tortured before? I mean, he was so. And if he was a favor, why did he get but, locked away? You know, why is all this happening? Why would her torturing him make God show up if the other stuff done? I mean, I mean, Sam and Dean put him in the cage. Why didn't God show up then to stop them? I think, you know. Well, God, you know, God is on Sam and Dean's side, as we know, you know, mm-hmm. with Chuck and everything. So, mm-hmm. and then Lucifer was always supposed to be in that cage. You know, he was, you know, God locked him up there and he wasn't supposed to get out. So I think, you know, he was on their side and putting Lucifer back. Whereas with Amara is his sister, someone else that got locked up and he has, you know, he's not too crazy about her, you know, and everything. Mm-hmm. And you know how, you know how it is. It's like, I can, I can, you know, boss around my little brother, but nobody else can kind of thing, you know, maybe mm-hmm. he's like, you know, I can, you know, make, I can do this to Lucifer, but nobody else better do it. And mm-hmm. so, you know, maybe it's it's that type of thing, you know, I can punish Lucifer, but Amara, you're, you better not touch him kind of thing. But I don't mm-hmm. think God's going to show up just because of that. I think, I think if God shows up, it'll be because Amara is showing power. You know, with I don't think it's because she's torturing Lucifer. I think God's going to show up because she's 
showing power. She's she's trying to she's trying to um, get him to show up. She's she's showing up because bas- he's going to show up basically because Amara is just out of control. I don't think he's going to show mm-hmm. up just because she's torturing Lucifer. Even if even if he shows mm-hmm. up after this, because. But, you know, and people say, you know, well, if he showed up for Lucifer, why didn't he show up when, you know, the apocalypse was happening, you know, when people were dying, mm-hmm. you know, why would he show up for Lucifer? I think it, I don't think it'll be because of that, because of Lucifer. I think mm-hmm. it's because he knows she's out of control. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I think it's going to be a whole lot more than that. I mean, Amara may think that, but. God's not going to show up just for that. So, <laughs> I wonder if, again, I wonder why is Amara wearing a, a V-neck evening gown <laughs> in all this? I, I question her outfit. <laughs> hey, um, if you're locked away... For millions of years, you know, once you're out, you want to wear the you want to wear the best thing ever. <laughs> I guess, but I, you know, I just think you know, Sam and Dean and Crowd are all in suits and jackets and lungs and blah. I said she must be chilly. Emily Swallow must be chilly <laughs> wearing that, that little dress, and she looks lovely in it. That's that's not part of what I'm saying. She looks lovely, and it's a it's a pretty dress, but. I don't know. I think I would have added sleeves. Dressed differently, but whatever. You know, I thought at the end that Sam and Dean were about to drink a whole lot of beer. They had all those bottles on the table, and I'm like, uh-huh. well, you know, they uh-huh. do drink. But I was like, wow, that's not I said They must be really depressed, you know, and annoyed and they're just going to drown their sorrows. And, and then I I realized we play beer bottle bowling. <laughs> it made me laugh. <laughs> I was wondering, yeah. I, 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 yeah <laughs> I, I'm glad you said that because I was so confused. I didn't know what they were doing. So I'm glad you said that. <laughs> yeah, the first time I, did, I didn't realize it. Like, wow. I said, you know, okay, they've been drinking, they're going to drink more. It's not unusual, Sam and Dean, and we have to have a beer after a case, and that didn't end well. And then I realized after I said, the baseball balls, oh, it's beer bottle bowling. I get it. <laughs> I think. You know, Dean, they showed Dean bent down picking bottles up off the floor and stuff, and I'm like, did an earthquake happen? You know, shake all their <laughs> bottles off the table? What's going on? So that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Yeah, and then it's like beer bottles and a baseball, huh? Oh, now I get it, which is actually pretty fun. <laughs> um, and um, if you don't know, tonight is the Vancouver um, premiere of the Supernatural fans movie, and um. Ruth Connell, uh, Rowena, she just tweeted a uh, back-of-the-car selfie, she called it, and it's a picture of her with Rob Benedict and Brianna Buckmaster uh, and Cliff all on their way to the movie, and it's a really cute picture, so check out the Twitter. It, I retweeted it with Winchester Bros, but 
They're so, so cute. God, Sheriff Donna, Rowena, and Tiny, all there in the car together. <laughs> <laughs> it is a lovely picture. I, I just I want Isn't to peek it? at it. Aww. It's adorable. They're so yeah. cute. I just, I just have love a lot of fun them. tonight. Yeah, I love all of them, but I just want to pinch Rob Benedict's little cheeks. He's so adorable. <laughs> I love, I love him. I love him. Everybody looks great. Can't see too much of Cliff there, but he looks good. What I can see. <laughs> and, and, and you know, I'm in the movie just a little bit, um, promoting. I'm in it, promoting the podcast and um, promoting the charity work that we've done with Winchester Bros. And so I was just watching, I was like, I watch them on TV all the time, and they're on their way to a movie that I'm in. So I'm like, hey, you know. It's like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How cool is that? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. off, and um, everybody in that picture, by the way, has been on this podcast. So that's another really cool That's thing. right. That's right. Um, just for to go back to the chosen thing, God's chosen um, can use it. We saw the the woman of letters on the submarine use use one, and I'm, I'm blanking. Who used the second hand Crowley. of God? Crowley. Crowley. How could how could Crowley use it? He's certainly not one of God's chosen uh-huh. by any means. Yeah. Hmm. But and I, well I then, think, and then use it for li- I think Lucifer. anybody. I think anybody can use one, but I think to get a Mara, get a Mara, takes, you have to be God's chosen to use it. Yeah. Yes. And use okay. the, and use the hand of God is what they're going with because God's chosen mm-hmm. would have their own power, you know. So. Right. Well, you think Sam, Dean, both? See, that's what I'm thinking. I think they're God's chosen. I think Sam and Dean would count as God's chosen. I. It would be really cool if it took both of them, not just one. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. You know, I like took, that. You know, because it's been a very brotherly season. And being there for the other, and and working mm-hmm. and almost killing themselves to save the other, I think it'd be really cool. And I do believe both of them are God's chosen. Um, I mean, I would love I mean, it to be both of know, them. Winchester Gospels. I mean, how, mm-hmm. you know, if you know, yes. if that's <laughs> written about them, wouldn't that mean that they're God's chosen? If he had a, uh, you know, if mm-hmm. he wrote a whole set of books about them, you would think. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, the scene is on right now where Castiel is in heaven talking with all the minions and things. Why do they all have to wear such boring gray sweaters? <laughs> They're the most boring sweaters. Yeah, see, this group of angels yeah. are very boring. <laughs> even they, even where even their clothes are boring, they're gray. Yeah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's like you know. Why, why does it have to be gray? Some of the sweaters are cool, and they'd be pretty if they yeah. were an actual color. But, yeah, they're all in gray. 
Yeah. I I also liked Cass, uh, Cass for saying, he who hesitates disintegrates. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was a good line. Yeah. <laughs> he who hesitates disintegrates. <laughs> and I like when he when he blew up Joe Fiel, he just and then he like dusted himself off like you know, he he really is doing a good job for the most he part is. as um, Mark Pellegrino's yeah. um um Lucifer. Yeah, yeah, again it was great to see Mark, but I thought the scene was pointless. I wonder if there was more to it and it got edited out. Occasionally the edit may have been a yeah. bit choppy. Yeah. I stopped watching Quantico, so I don't know if Mark Pellegrino's character is still on Quantico or not. So mm. I was just wondering, you know, maybe he just wasn't busy that week and blew up for a day yeah. or something. Yeah. I don't watch Quantico, so I'm not sure. Um Oh, I also liked when um, they're all getting the spell ready and Dean's wanting to know with Crowley, you know, where's the horn? Where's the horn of Joshua? And he says, you know, it's safe. And, and he says, if you don't do this in, you know, the order that I want, he says, you know, yeah, he who giveth, uh, you know, can take it away. And Dean says, we get it. it. <laughs> yeah, I like that, that too. too. <laughs> we get it. it. Very <laughs> Dean. <laughs> um, I see. I was, I was wondering, you know, the Horn of Joshua, and I don't know the actual biblical Joshua, but Sam mentions he, I uh, forget now, but he talks about he used it to win a war or something. Um, but in um, uh, Dark Side of the Moon. Sam and Dean mm-hmm. met Joshua. They met a Joshua, and he was the one, right. the only one who supposedly talks. Yeah, and he's the one who right. talks to God. And so I wondering, I was wondering, is that supposed to be the same one? Could be Joshua. Joshua, um, he brought the walls down of Jericho, the city Jericho, by blowing okay. the horn. So I wonder if it's the same one because, you know, you don't hear of many angels and things having the same names, you know, and things. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's right. not two Zacharias, you know, so I wonder if it's the same one. I don't know. But that would be very interesting. I wonder if there's another hand of God out there besides Chuck's bathrobe. <laughs> Hopefully, that would be the best. <laughs> apparently, you um, know, apparently there are many. You know, apparently God. Like I remember Clarissa tweeted. Clarissa, um, if you, mm-hmm. uh, you know, she, um, she was she. I love reading her live tweets during episodes, and. Mm-hmm. Um, she mentioned that apparently God went around touching a lot of stuff. <laughs> and I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. They seem to be popping up quite often. I wonder if there's one. For Clarissa's, uh, for Clarissa's sake, and if you don't follow Clarissa on Twitter, you won't get it. But 
I think it would be neat if God touched the fax machine. <laughs> the fax machine, you know, would be a hand yes. God. She's got that would make that Clarissa's life. <laughs> yes, the fax machine and Chuck's bathrobe. Um, I wonder if there's... If Chuck had a I fax would... machine. Hey, there you go. If yes. Chuck had a fax machine. <laughs> That's right. There it is. Um, I wonder if there's a hand of God hidden somewhere in the Men of Letters bunker, like it's been there all along. Sam and Dean didn't have to negotiate with anybody. They didn't have to go find one. It's right under their noses somewhere, you know. My, still, there's a lot my, my deep, dark desire is that it's going to turn out to be the Samulet. There's going to be a hand of God. Well, it's, we're supposed to be able to find God. That's what Castiel borrowed it for. So, right, exactly. So it wouldn't be unprecedented. That would be really cool. And then it would be it was it would be a way to it bring was, it back. It would be a way to bring it back. Yeah, it'd be an amazing thing. And it's something everybody, that everybody's been Dean. Yeah, yeah. Gave Sam, so it would take both of them because it was a gift from Sam to Dean. So it, it's both exactly. of them. Yeah. And, and it would be a way to bring, you know, because all the fans have been asking for it for years, you know, to see mm-hmm. it again. Mm-hmm. And so it would be a way to bring it back, you know, and Dean doesn't have to wear it all the time, you know, because, you know, Jensen, you know, the reason that he doesn't wear it is because Jensen got tired mm-hmm. of wearing it all the time because it was like falling in his face and stuff all the time during right. stunts and stuff. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this would be a way to bring it back, of, and it'd be a, an important way to bring it back. It would be huge mm-hmm. significance, and you know then they can put it back up again, and you know Justin doesn't have to wear it all the time again. So it would be perfect. Right, right. And once it was used, the power would be out of it. It would be fine. You know, yeah. it could just it would just go back to being a, a necklace. Um, it would be really cool to have someone or even Chuck say, Dean, find out the amulet's a hand of God and have him say, great, threw it away in the trash years ago and have Sam say, you know, bring it out and say, nope, I've had it all along. You know, like I went back and got it. That'd be such a wonderful moment. You know. In that box of treasures, Saint, you know, that box of treasures yes. that we saw that Sam has to be in there. That would yes. be so cool. In his keepsake box. The the one from fan fiction is in there, for sure. We saw we saw a mm-hmm. little glimpse of it. Right. But even right. even Jared doesn't know or hasn't said if the real amulet is in there. So I would love that. That would be really cool. That'd be really cool. It's either that or, you know, like you said, one of Chuck's objects, you know, bathrobe, the Winchester Gospel book, something. That would be One anyway. of his big posters he had of one of the novels yeah. that with, you know, the Fabio looking Sam and Dean on. <laughs> yeah. That's a hand of God. <laughs> yeah. That'd be so funny. Just hold this poster up in front of Amara and, and she'll die. 
be too funny. That would be too funny. And this, and and have it be the one where Sam and Dean, you know, it looks like a, the romance novel cover with like you know strapping right. eyes and the in the tank top and blowing all that, hair. the long hair blowing in the wind. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mara would probably be like, "What the hell is this?" Um, <laughs> um, I really like the music in this episode. I loved the. Arabian music at the beginning when they're in the desert and they have it again a little bit later and then just the sort of kind of church music at the end when, um, well, they are in a church, but it's when they're doing the spell with Amara and everything else and she shows up. But that was really beautiful kind of ethereal music. I just wanted to say I really liked some of the music in this. There was one music cue that was confusing, though, when um, Rowena um, is telling uh, Amara that she doesn't have to be alone, and she goes to put her hand on her cheek, Mm -hmm. and she stops. The music cue there starts out kind of happy, kind of like love story type music, and Mm -hmm. then it gets scary. (laughs) And it's like, what? Mm -hmm. What are you going for here? I don't know what this is doing. <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> that is funny. I don't even remember the music there. So, oh well. Every time one. I watched it, I was like, uh, I, I don't know what this is supposed to mean. <laughs> it's like, what are you trying to tell me? I don't get it. <laughs> um, I I liked that when Amara shows up at the end to get uh, Cassifer, Lucifer, um, Sam and Dean have been trapped. They've been captives. And she looks over and she sees that they are and she frees them. You know, she sees Dean and she frees them both. And I thought, hmm, you know, another little connection there with Dean and the Mark of Cain and all that. So I like that. Right. That she said that she thinks to set them free before she takes Lucifer and goes. Um, speaking of the Mark of Cain, I think, isn't that supposed to figure back into this as well? A little more effects or like that's like a something that needs to be resolved that Finished. Yeah, you would think because that's what you know locked her away the first time, mm-hmm. and that's the connection that she and Dean had was you know she was you know she was born with that mark you know when she was just a baby at the very mm-hmm. beginning of the season, she had that on her, and so you would think it would come into play somewhere or another. Mm-hmm. Right. So again, they they. They've done a lot this season. And there's still, you know, there are several things to tie up by the end. Um, This is episode 18, so we have five more. So we have five more, and there's a lot to do in five more. And it seems Mm -hmm. like from the trailer, the episode that we come back to in a couple of weeks, yes, this is the the last new episode for about two weeks. And yes. It's called Then the last five will be in a row. Yes. Mm -hmm. But the first one out of that five seems to be a case of the week to me. It's not like I I would 
guess they'd go back to seeing Castle for being tortured, but maybe not. <laughs> I mean, trailers can be deceiving. You know, a little previous can be deceiving. But it seems like, you know, they've had this massive episode where so much happened with Cassifer and Mara and Crowley and everything else, and then we're going to go back and go, oh, well, can't find anything. Guess we'll just go have this case. <laughs> so, hmm. But I would guess the last two or three episodes are going to be packed. There's a lot to resolve. We'll have to figure out. I think, I think the last four... I think the four, even. Are going to be, yeah, because... I mean, um, I hope they had a lot to do, so four would be great. Well, and then well they, wait, this was episode 18. Right. And so that means there's only four left, not five. Don't they do 23? Yeah, three, 19, so 19 20. 20. Yeah, you're right. You're, you're right. My math is bad. That's why I married a math teacher. That's why I always tell everybody, I can't count... I married a math teacher to do it for me. You're right. Um, episode 20 is supposed to be like the big, is supposed to be, you know. Amazing. Like yeah. Jared has said, yeah, Jared has said it's the best episode in, that he's ever, that he thinks they've ever done. And everybody wow. seems to be really crazy about that episode. So, mm-hmm. I, you know. I and think it's a big deal 20. for many reasons. So, yeah, I think you're right. The last four are going to be huge. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Well, they've had a lot happen this season, so it could take all four episodes to, like, get a bunch of questions answered and things resolved, and they have to set up next season a little bit, too. So there's a lot, lot yeah, to happen. Yeah, we got this mystery woman coming on, so who knows what's going to be yeah. going on with her. Yeah. I mean, she might just be not as big a deal as it sounds. I mean, if she's just a little recurring character that pops up here and there, you know, not to put her down, but I'm just saying it may not be, she may not be as a huge central character that we think. Uh, who knows? But, yeah. So, anyway... Anything else about this episode? Any other thoughts or questions or problems? I can't think of anything. Okay. Any other news? I mean, we talked about how um, this is the last new episode for a couple of weeks, but, of course, last podcast for a couple of weeks as well. (laughs) We'll be back when um, the show comes back for the last run. Um, any other news or things going on? You mentioned the movie. Um, um, no, I can't really think of anything. I think we're all good. Oh, um, just as a fun, shallow moment. Jensen posted a picture to his Instagram yesterday. I think it was yesterday of he and Sam. Oh, he and Sam. God, I am so sorry. He and Jared um, sparring at Ancient Fire Dojo. And it's it's like a beautifully shot photo, kind of um, shadowy. And, and uh, Dean has the practice pants, pads on his hands. like And 
Can I just say their character names again? But it's wrong with me. <laughs> <laughs> Jensen, Jensen, Jensen. <laughs> He's wearing the, the the protective pads on his hands, and Jared is getting ready to punch. And it's a great pose, and it's a great picture, and it's really cool and and hot at the same time. So go take a look at. Uh, I think I think we posted it on Facebook and and or about Twitter as well and I think and Jensen posted it a version also on his Facebook wherever you're going to find it go take a look because it's a really cool picture and um, and you can also it. follow the dojo the dojo is um, Cliff is one of I don't you know it's Cliff is one of the owners of the dojo and they have a Twitter account Ancient Fire 2016 so you can go follow their Twitter account. Yes. Um, that's it. Um, I guess that's it. We didn't get any callers so. tonight. Yeah, we didn't get any callers tonight, but that's okay. <laughs> we have a lot to talk about. Anyway, <laughs> thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. Always um, be sure and uh, we're off for a couple of weeks, both show and podcast, but you can definitely check our website, winchesterbros.com, for all uh, yeah, for all and any news that come out. I believe they've started filming or are about to start filming the season finale on Supernatural, so they are winding down and be finishing up the season very soon. Um, so you can always check out our website for any news that's happening over the next couple of weeks. Follow us on Twitter, at Winchester Bros, and also uh, Winchester Bros on Facebook. And we'll keep you up to date with everything. Uh, everybody have a good couple of weeks, and we'll see you after the next new episode. The chitters. Um, thanks, Becky, and good night to everyone, and we'll let the boys play us out. Hey, I'm Jared Padalecki. And this is Jensen Ackles. And you're listening to Winchester Radio.